Hi, this is Tracy with Before It's Too Late. Today, I'd like to read you a poem by Diane Hanna. It's called Good Girls Are Not Always What We Seem. And that is so true for how I feel a lot of the times that we've been told as small children to behave ourselves, to be quiet, to be seen versus, to be heard versus seen. And, and we get those messages in school, we get those messages from our parents, we get those messages from society, and we take them in and we become domesticated over um, not allowing that, that inner wild wisdom and knowledge and intuition to come forth because it may not be what others expect of us or um, we may be too much. And if we're too much and we're too bright, then we're getting in people's way. And God forbid we should get in people's way or be too much or too, too who we are. And uh, I have uh, three granddaughters and the oldest one, who's going to be turning five, I, she and I were coloring the other day. And she asked me, she said, Gima, do you know your ancestral song? And... I was so impressed with her ability to be so clear and have so much intuition and wisdom just come right through. And it reminded me about how we can dampen that in our children by telling them, oh, you know, that's just as, you know, that's just not how it is, or what do you mean? Or we don't, and even, even if we don't say things like that, we might not, we might not really give it space to have it come forth. We might downplay it. And that's a, a level of kind of teaching our children to not really say clearly what's in their hearts or what's coming through them. So we need to be mindful and listen to what our children, grandchildren, our partners say to us when there is that, that wisdom coming through, when they are able to tap into something that's deep within themselves and give it space to come forth and acknowledge it by simply saying, you know, to look them clearly in the eyes and say, I see you, um, tell me more, I really want to hear what you have to say, and not laugh at it or tease them or say, oh, isn't that cute, look what they have to say, because just because they're, you know, three, four, five, six years old, doesn't mean that they don't have wisdom that's coming through. And, and in reality, I believe that their wisdom is so pure at that age that it's, it's very powerful. And we need to take the opportunity to really cultivate that and give it space and teach them how to use that uh, knowledge and wisdom in a way that's going to serve them well throughout their lives instead of teaching them how to hide it and dampen it down and disguise it. And then we spend the rest of our lives trying to reclaim that and remember our ancestral song or remember that wisdom that we so naturally have inside of us that we domesticate out. So I encourage parents, uh, caregivers, grandparents, teachers, buddy that's interacting with children at any age to really pay attention to what it is they're saying and to encourage them to speak clearly and Give them space to entertain what it is that's teaching them to be who they are and to help them remember their ancestral song, for example, to be able to speak that wisdom.
and she had such a lovely way. I was got the biggest backwards compliment from her when she kind of looked me in the eye very clearly and said, you know, hey, Gima, can you teach me what it is you do? Um, and that's that's what we want to inspire our kids to, to do, to want to look up to us and to learn from us and to be taught what it is we know. And so we want to make sure that what we know and what we're teaching is a pure, pure, you know, has its purity and has its integrity and is not judgmental or opinionated or teaching them how we think they should be instead of teaching them how to be who they are and how to take that energy and knowledge and know uh, how to say something versus what to say, you know, because what they have to say is probably pretty powerful. We just want to give them some really good tools on how to go about saying what it is that they, that they know so that they're not putting themselves in a situation where they might be ostracized or criticized. And then we want to teach them how to handle that too, if that is true. Because as I said earlier in my podcast, you know, when we speak our truth and we and we uh, walk our truth and we live our truth, not everybody's going to like us. And we need to teach our children how to handle that as well so that they know how to not take things personally and to do their very best with what it is that they know at that given moment. And to know that the teaching moments and the learning moments never end, right? It's and that's where before it's too late, but it's kind of more about be, when it's it's never too late to learn something, right? So um, for me, sometimes before it's too late kind of kicks me in the butt to kind of go, oh yeah, before I, I lose that opportunity, before I lose that teachable moment. And the reality is it's never too late because the teachable moments for ourselves and to be able to pass those on, if we miss an opportunity, trust me, spirit will give us another opportunity to have that come around again. And that's why sometimes it feels like we're on the hamster wheel. And when we are on the hamster wheel, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good message for me to kind of go, oh, what is it that I'm not getting, and where do I need to expand and take the time to be more mindful and slow down possibly and learn my lesson and find out what it is that I need to be doing to get off this hamster wheel. So before it's too late, I want to just quickly read this poem for you about good girls are not always what we seem. Cheerful as daffodils, ordinary as toast, comfortable as sauces, polite as thank you notes. Take off our glasses, tenderly remove our wristwatch, unlace our sturdy shoes, and let the wind take us. Alone in our foyers, the moon behind our eyes, we are pagan queens caught in primal dance. Little cats wink, little dogs growl, coyotes approval. Rosebriar snares our skirts, hawthorn snags our hair. Parring knives lie with our spoons, and black feathers sleep in our pillows. Brooms twitch at the sound of our footsteps. Good girls are everywhere. This is a good and dangerous thing. And though we are not what we seem, you will always know us. Look again at our eyes. And that's a poem by Diane Hannah again. And do look into our eyes, look into our children's eyes, and notice who they are, and really give them space to be that wild, wisdom-filled child that will inspire all of us to remember before it's too late to take that deep breath and let our hair down, let the hawthorn snag our skirts, and let ourselves open our wings and take a big leap 
even if that's one small step. Until another time, thank you.